welcome to another episode of VH Hunties with Kyle and Ben. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ben. And how are you, Kyle? Ben, I accepted my new job today. Congratulations. She's a winner, baby. They said, Kyle, will you accept this pass and continue to be my rock of love? And you said yes. I gave them the kiss of all kisses after they gave me that pass. You sucked their face so hard. Sucked their face so hard. I'm glad that you just leaned into that suck that face. I love that. was the first time I've ever it. done it. You know, lean in, don't lean out. This is a new, I'm a businesswoman now. Okay, come on, Cheryl Sandberg. <laughs> do people, oh, like, do people like her? Like, what's the consensus? I think she's kind of like people who like Hillary Clinton like her. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it's like... Uh, I completely... Uh, yes, uh, yeah, I understand. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I learned something new today. Yeah. But that's exciting. I'm super proud of you because you, you're a hustler and you deserve. Thank you. I did some... Hard, this is the first time I've like actively opened myself to manifestation and it works so fast. I think we should all manifest more. You opened yourself up to capitalism and manifestation, and you said, I'll negotiate a higher salary, baby, and you did. Mm. So, proud of you. Thank you. And it's Friday. It's Friday. How was your Friday, Ben? Um, It was okay. I had a lazier day because my one interview today got canceled, but I'm feeling, like, more productive and, like, oriented based on a meeting I had with my dissertation advisor the other day. And that was good, and I got on a workout, and I'm having a hot seltzer. I had a huge Chipotle bowl that I'm still feeling, so. Oh, what kinds? Uh, Just chicken. Brown rice. Classic. With queso blanco and guac. Ooh, the queso. That is. And I was like, fuck me up. So that is the entire reason I asked you for your record a little bit earlier, because the place down the street from me, it's maybe like five blocks away. The nachos, they use, like, that fake queso instead of... I mean, not fake queso, but, like, that Movie theater queso. Instead of, instead of like, melted cheese. So I just want some, like, cheesy, nasty nachos that you and Caleb can watch me eat over Zoom. Eat over Zoom and go nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 I'll feed you both one to the camera. No, your skin would get so gross. That would be nasty. Um, but yeah, no, it's not like an exciting Friday, but that's five LA blocks. So that's like two miles, right? It's like a six minute walk. Okay. That's not bad. It's a long <laughs> two, five blocks. Fuck. I got long legs. You got long legs to those long LA blocks. One, one block per step. Could you imagine? That'd be... That would be fun. Like a big Gumby. Elastigirl. Elastigirl. Did you see that video of the Elastigirl at the theme park just strutting her absolute shit? Probably. Like, it rings a bell, and I can picture it in my mind. So unless I had a fever dream about it, I watched She it. was eating it. She was giving us that vivacious walks, hip, hip, step, step, <laughs> turn, <laughs> pose. She was killing it. Um, And speaking of killing it with a walk, giving us those hips, hip, step, step, pose... We had a pretty wild episode this week, featuring was... someone with a fierce walk herself. Uh, I was I was about to say that was the wildest transition yet, but you got there. I'm sorry I doubted you. No, are you kidding me? It made perfect sense. Like, once you knew where we were going, you're like, I see it. It took me a second. It took me a second. I, Ben, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. So this week's episode, Brett Michaels brings in one X per woman... 
And this this isn't even a challenge. There is no date one. He spends... Okay, I'm sorry. So the, the girls wake up and they find out there is a same-day elimination. And part of the challenge is that Brett is not seeing these girls until elimination. He spends the entire day with the boys. Heather spends a day with the girls. And then he reconvenes with Heather and then just decides to eliminate some people. This is okay. one of the craziest so... structures I've ever seen. I f- I understand like the gaggery of like bringing in the exes, but this is just the super fan interrogation challenge where Brett. It was the same day elimination. Brett didn't spend any time with most of them, except for one girl who got a date, and the other girls hung out with the super fans. It was the same premise, Ugh. but this time it was dirt. I know. I just with, didn't you like didn't it. like the tea. I love. I loved it. I was I, like, this is what I want. Once we started getting the tea, I was here for it. I just think these girls have been been through so much. I'm sure they took time off from work to be here. And you're going to do them like this? You know, oh, like absolutely. I'm sure they had to give their a contact name or something. <laughs> they didn't go sleuthing for these men. But like, you're going to put these girls through it. Like, No, I now. think they had to do a bit of sleuthing. Because, really? okay, well, because... First of all, when they, like, are all fucking gagged, and so Destiny's ex-husband Adam comes, and Destiny's not pressed. Like, Destiny's like, we're still friends, it's cool, we have a respectable relationship. And this is where the unravel, if, like, last week was the self-actualization of Christy Jo, Mm -hmm. this was the self-destruction of Daisy. Because her ex- Charles comes in. And when I tell you, this man looked terrifying. (laughs) I was like, he looks like he would kill someone. Straight up. He looks like he would get Megan Once a Millionaire cancelled. Yeah, I know. This was, maybe it was him. Who knows? But he looked terrifying. He had like a fedora on top of a bandana. And he was wearing like a white tank top. I think. And had a really sharp goatee thing going on and I was just like and longish emo black hair of like 2008 and I just looked at that hitman and I said absolutely not I don't want him on my screen and Daisy in true Daisy fashion she's like oh my god I can't believe they brought Charles oh like that was a pretty good Daisy voice voice. so crazy to me well yeah that was pretty sane insane and like the gag but then what wasn't the gag was, well, actually, this was a gag. Amber, none of her exes were available to come. Work. So her best friend showed up. And I was like, honestly, that tracks. Do we think Amber's a hag? I know this is like 2008, so they, they didn't really talk about that stuff. No. No? No, not at all. Okay, just, just trying to get some discourse going on the podcast. Okay, okay, but like, what? What's your evidence? Who brings their straight man BFF on a Brett Michaels show? Oh, but what I was saying was they couldn't find anyone because I think, like, I don't think they were like, "Can you give us the names of your your most recent exes?" So they probably had an emergency contact and like, "Do you know anyone who would want to come for Amber?" And they're like, her best friend will. Ben, if you were ever my emergency contact, 
and you did me like this, I would be irate. If I, wait, if I, what do you mean? In what, in what way? If you like, were my emergency contact and I were on reality TV and they called you up and was like, yo, you want to fuck with Kyle? Okay, but like he didn't fuck at all. Like that no, guy. But like, not him, but oh. like everyone else who came. Oh. They didn't come out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. Interesting. That'd be such a gag. And, uh, like, I would. I think so. I'm pretty sure they had to offer some incentive, right? I bet. I bet like a day be. rate? Yeah. Like, I'd fuck with that. And then that we one guy. Services. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fuck me. Yes. But then, oh, that one guy, Megan's ex, Josh. Oh, my God. Was, like, advertising his bar. But Mark. also... I, what was I going to say? This man, this, his whole relationship with Megan made zero sense. Megan was the other woman and was pissed that he never picked her over his actual girlfriend at the time. And so I was like, I understand being upset, but then like <laughs> Megan's rage about this man was in such a different direction than I think where it should have been placed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I was like, girl, you need, someone needs to sit you down and say, hey, babes. I think that was a little drunk cry, though. No. Well, no, no I, that, but also just like the general, like, being upset that she's like, he never wanted to be my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no. Megan, he had he a girlfriend. Had, yeah. Like, mama, what are you talking about? That was wild to me. And then... Uh, I, Ben, believe women. Oh, you so believe women? I be- I said that so weird. I believe women. <laughs> I believe women. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounds so misogynistic. <laughs> I believe one woman. <laughs> you believe one woman, and but that's Megan. And maybe you this believe man... that Megan was the other woman in a relationship. <laughs> Maybe I this man told her the lies, though. Maybe he was like, "Baby, it's all about you." I, you know. Okay, you know, you know yeah. how straight men are. But that's like every relationship where there's like an affair and cheating, and they always say because he's a shitbag. And then Megan should be like, "Yeah, he sucks," because it's been like years. But she's like, "He never wanted to be my boyfriend," and I was like. Megan, he sucks. I'm not act- I just defend Megan ironically sometimes. I do not condone cheating. I think it's horrific. <laughs> I'm just playing, playing a little Megan advocacy. Megan, she'll need a lot of it. <laughs> um, and then the next one is Jessica's ex, Casey. And I wrote down, I can't remember why, but I wrote down dumpster person. It seemed like he sucked. I just, all she said is that he treated her like crap. And I was like, oh. You don't deserve that. You're sweet. But I, I don't really... I, I forget anything else about him. But I was just like... I mean, clearly Jessica had a lot to process from his presence. But... Th- yeah, three out of five of these women had a lot to process based on the presence of their exes. The other two really came out glowing the sleep. Oh my god. Because they had, both of them, zero skeletons in their closets. It's so easy. So easy. And I, you know what? Now that we... I bet the reason that none of Amber's exes would come is because they're just like 
normal down to earth guys. <laughs> We're like, yeah. No, I'm not going to go on this reality like, show. Her former fiance or ex husband or something of like seven years. She was yeah. like, oh, fuck, it's going to be him. And I was like, I wonder what happened. And it was like, your best friend. <laughs> and also, all these guys got like shitty reveals. Like, they kind of like crack the door. Mm hmm. And like they slither in, and this is a huge door. <laughs> and Massive Big John just like opens it a little bit, and you see a little beam of light shoot through, and a man appears. But do you want to know who got an entrance and a half? Who got both of those doors wide open? Uh, is Elastigirl reference herself? Brett's ex, Heather Chadwell, baby. Is it Chadwell or back. Caldwell? I think it's Chadwell. Let's look it up right now. Yeah. You tell us about Heather and I'll look up her last name. Oh my god. Heather, they like fucking fling both of those doors open for her. And it's literally like queen entrance. Her hair looks great. She looks great. She comes in and her and Brad have like a really deep hug. And Brett's like, since the show, Heather has become one of my best friends. She knows me really well. I know her really well. So she's going to... And this is where he explains it. He's like, okay, so like I'm gonna hang out with your exes all day, and you're gonna hang out with mine, Heather. And then me and Heather are gonna get together and gossip about what we've learned and decide who should go home. I know we started it. talking shit, but this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. Iconic. This is like the super fan challenge, and they're like, let's make this even more chaotic. And both of these challenges, Heather has been the backbone of. Like she oh, yeah. is, she just deserves her own show. But she does. Heather Chadwell confirmed oh, has her own IMDb page and six film credits. Um, know what work? Mm-hmm. Good for her. Um, and at this point, also, like I can't remember. Like Daisy starts spiraling immediately. Like this girl, like emotions are great, but she just seems like has a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And and rightfully so in this moment, I think if I had a secret as big as Daisy had, the fact that she still lives in a one bedroom with her ex Charles, I'd yeah, probably no. have quite the moment of panic as well. And also, how did it not come up? Uh, that's and I that's why she was spiraling, Ben, because this is part of her her life. That she was intentionally, with incredible purpose, hiding. Yeah. And she's, she's a liar. I'm sure she was panicking. She was just like, there's no, it's going to come out. But she did herself dirty. Charles kept his lips shut. Yo, Charles, okay, I know I talk, actually, I know I talk a lot of, I'm going to say a lot of shit about Charles because he scares the living crap out of me. But he, he knew, he was like, snitches get stitches. I'm going to shut up. the fuck up. Like, good for him. He was cool as a cucumber. Not a word. Not a peep. Yeah. No. Well, like, none of the men really talked, which I found, like, really awkward. Like, I think Heather definitely had the best day. Oh, Hunter. I, Heather came in. Brett takes the guys, and Heather's like, all right, ladies, tops off. Let's let's get talking. Who do y'all hate? Shots. <laughs> no, they do, like, that line of shots where Heather basically just, like, gives them a shot and sticks a lime in their mouth. And, like, in a line. like Work. Heather's like, I love to party, and we're going to get lit. I would, both of, if we ever went to a Heather party, we would be blackout by 4 p.m. Okay, I would last longer than you. I believe that. I would, like, I could hang for a while, but then I'd have to tap out. 
Like I can party. Like I can. See I can that's go. that's my issue. I think I can go, but I will never tap out, and that's what gets me in trouble because <laughs> I just die. I don't know how to tap out. Yeah, you were. You would have been like Jessica. I I have been and I will be her again. Uh, or that girl from week one, Courtney. Courtney, oh my god. <laughs> How could we forget about our blackout <laughs> queen who missed elimination? Babe, you got sent home. <laughs> I'll never get over how awkward this was. Um, I just want to get one more point. Is I think what particularly made this episode so much more successful than the super fan challenge is that Heather is it's Heather producer Jadwell. She is an e- executive producer on head of story and she's coming in and she's like, I want to get these girls all fucking wasted. It's like Heather inspired the character, like the producer characters on unreal. A hundred percent. They need to, they need to pay this woman full time benefits she kills it and like i think it's a fat function of like one she's like really good at getting shit out of people but she has an energy about her where people just want to like tell her their thoughts i would tell her everything i would tell her everything and like these girls do but we're gonna take a quick break before we really sort of like dive into the meat of the episode let's do it It's pool party time. Yeah. But right as we're diving into the pool party, we should just like make a quick note. Like, Brett takes the guys to smoke cigars. And it's incredibly awkward. Like, does anything happen at that first no. location? They like, just don't... sit. This is, like, worse than a date with Lacey's parents. It's just like, so... How's everyone doing? And, like, I... they don't really get anywhere. Yeah, so at least that one was insane. That one was insane, the Lacey parent date. But yeah, nothing happens, so we can... We'll circle back when they move locations. Mm-hmm. Let's focus okay. on the pool party. This is really... Heather shines. Incredible. Heather is truly out here. Act. She's like a saint. Like, they're, like, kissing her feet. They're not really. I mean, I would. she probably asked them to. And they all said yes. <laughs> she she doesn't even have to ask. She she truly just has this like magnetic personality where like I mean, like I said, remember when she had that crazy, crazy hair last season? And I were like, if I saw this girl out at the bar, I would be all over her. Be like, girl, you are yeah. it. She looks so bad, but she just has that confidence. I mean, here she looks incredible, but like she just has that confidence where no matter what she's doing, you're just like work. You own wherever you are. And people just want to, like, get on her good side. Yeah, and I think she understands TV incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic, because this is the transition. The first person she gets tea on is about someone who wishes they understood reality mm-hmm. TV mm-hmm. as well as Heather. Mm-hmm. Despite being on the same number of shows, I think, yeah. at this point in time. And that's 
Megan. Yeah. Um, Heather is just like, every, who, I don't even know who tells her, but they're just like, Megan's only here because she wants to be on TV. This is their second reality TV show. I, I mean, this is this is where, like, again, Heather is doing the producer's job better than they could ever do. Because, you know, behind the scenes, the producers were like, Megan's been on Beauty and the Geek. And Heather just goes right up to Megan and it's like, girl, you look so familiar to me. Where do I know you? Do I know you from TV? And, like, it was just so smooth. You know she didn't recognize Megan for shit, but she did it so smoothly. And Megan was just like, yeah, I've been on Beauty and the Geek. Like, zero hesitation. They just spill. Yeah, Megan really just, like, opens up and tells her that. And then, like, Heather gets some of the girls alone at different points at, like, different parts of the yard. Like, they show her, and Heather's like, fuck, this is a nice house. And then she'll be, like, (laughs) with two girls, and she's like, who do we fucking hate? Just, like, that's her first question to, like, Jessica and maybe Daisy. It was it was Jessica and Megan. And Megan answers immediately. With Destiny again, under the bus. Without hesitation, she's like, Destiny, she's just a super fan groupie. <laughs> like, yeah, Destiny just okay. likes fucking rock stars. And she, Which, she does. She does. That was like the... Uh, D- Destiny like started out sitting pretty. She's like, yeah, I get along with my with my with my ex, this, that, the other thing. And she really, I don't want to say exposed, because I don't think it was a massive secret, but like this groupie plotline comes out so strong this episode. I, all of her exes are just like rock star relationship after rock star relationship after rock star relationship. And like, yeah, I think she has a connection with Brett, but is he just a placeholder in her? Is he just another notch in her belt loop? And he's the one who does the notch in, as he says. Oh, God, that was so gross. I remember that sentence he said. He's so icky. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, when he was talking about Aaron from Mm -hmm, Chicago. mm -hmm. Um, It was. But what was so interesting about that plot line is it theoretically could have been much more explosive than it turned out to be. Because of other things. Like, it's very, like, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Jen Shaw has been stealing money from old people, gets arrested by the FBI on camera, and somehow she is not the biggest villain of the season. Yeah, very much (laughs) that. It's like that, where I'm like, this storyline, she could have dominated this episode. Yeah. But somehow... I don't know if it's a combination of Disney, Disney, what's happening to me, kind of owning it, or just being more upfront about it. Yeah. And other girls being, like, atomic messes. I think it's a mix of both, because I I do think even if they wanted to make this a standout storyline, Destiny was not allowing it for a second. Anytime it was brought up with her, she was like, yeah, I like rock and roll, I like the lifestyle, I like dating rock stars, What, what about it? Like, it was just so normal for her, which, like, okay, tea over, you know? (laughs) Yeah, tea over, sis. Um, And then she does a naked cartwheel, because Heather's, like, truth or dare. And then she's like, dare, I dare you to do a naked... And she does it full pussé out. Like, she did a good job. I was like, good job, Destiny. She really all around recovered from that bomb being dropped. Yeah. And then they're, like, to the... 
oh yeah, because there was another girl who self-destructs, Jessica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all mm-hmm. sitting around like they're all in like a pool or a hot tub. And Heather's just like, I can't even remember what she asked. It Megan. was um she asked Megan or she asked who's not here for Brett. And again, Megan is just spilling left and right and she goes, Jack Jessica's not prepared for this lifestyle. She's too sweet and innocent. And Jessica just proves her so correct throughout this entire episode, this poor girl. Yes. So then Jessica is like, the rest of the episode, Jessica's like, I can party like Heather. And Mm -hmm. no one can party like Heather. No one. Mm -mm. So Jessica, like, but she's also upset because Megan's her best friend. Her bestie, yeah. In the house. And Megan, this up, and I think this moment of like, these back-to-back moments of Megan, like, just so easily throwing people under the bus unprompted mm-hmm. is sort of showing her um, her willingness to be a reality TV character and doing totally. things she thinks they want her to do. Which and, and- they do want her to do, but I think Megan has her eyes on a prize that comes from not simply doing what you think is expected of you to do, which is in this case, throwing literally every single woman under the bus. I agree with you about 80% that a lot of it is probably for TV, but don't forget that last week or uh, just yesterday, maybe 14 hours ago at the time of this pool party, Megan got the pity pass. She was meant to go home and she got the pity pass. So I honestly feel like she's just like shooting every shot she has at this point. Yeah, too. She wants to stay on TV. I think she's fighting for Brett's heart, Ben. <laughs> We're going to get into that later. I don't in think that. one particular moment. <laughs> being a mega and apologist. <laughs> Megan an apologist. Um, and Jessica, like, snaps. And then, like, while Jessica is, like, full on having a mental breakdown over her friend betraying her, Daisy is, like, convulsing with anxiety like in a chair upstairs like fucking rocking back and forth and i was like what the fuck is happening keep in mind heather has not said a single word to this girl since they did shots heather has not even worked her magic and she is unraveling daisy just like i don't know what happened like is she she's a puppet oh my god she's like a puppet of a person who got a string like caught on something yeah. and it's just been pulling and all of her fluff is like coming out now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like <laughs> if I like prior to this like I think like Destiny should be the one uh, uh, like objectively worried because she's a groupie and I think that is one of at this moment, until what we learned about Daisy, that is the biggest red flag in the house. I yeah. think if you're a rock star looking for quote unquote love, Destiny doesn't give a fuck. No. Amber doesn't give a fuck. Amber has no skeletons. Destiny's skeleton is there, but they're just like, we're not going to deal with that skeleton because Daisy's having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I have to say, though, she owns up to it pretty quickly. Like, once she realizes the corner she's backed herself into, Heather comes up to her and she's like, babe, what's happening? And Daisy's like, okay, so live with Charles in a one-bedroom apartment. I'm sorry, I never told Brett. I have to tell him right now. Oh. <laughs> I like... Oh my god. 
Yeah. And I think what makes me not respect it is like, girl, you had two weeks. I know. And you also gave so much shit mm-hmm. to Christy motherfucking mm-hmm. Joe mm-hmm. about her life being a mess. TBH, Daisy's life is more of a mess than Christy Joe's. Oh, if Christy Joe were here for this. <clears throat> first of all, if Christy Joe were here for this episode, I actually would have been concerned for her safety. She sounds like she's in an unwell situation. But if she were here to hear Daisy's reveal, oh, mama, it would have been over. Oh my god, it would have been so over sorry like the reason why i was really spaced out is because i just had a thought do you think part of the decision is because she knew this was going to be happening like the producer said hey just so you know your ex your current i thought about it mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. one I of think so. your ex-husband's is coming or um, soon to be ex-husband no, her current husband was yeah. about to be on this show and that she is was 100% like, why my shit's too messy so mm-hmm. she pulled herself out. Okay, yeah, I was like, oh. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now that we've done it, but yeah, Daisy's a hypocrite. Yeah. Granted, like I think Christy Joe's is a little is also messy, but I think actually I think Daisy's is messier personally. I, I mean, KJ KJ has her shit going on, but she is open about it every step of the way. Yeah, Daisy hid this, but also she could have left any time. Like, they broke up two years ago, and they yeah. still live together? In a one-bedroom apartment. I know. But she says they haven't been physical in two years, and I... Charles is there to corroborate the story. Maybe he's scared of her, because I don't believe that. You don't believe it? No, I... oh my god. Uh, can, I t- you can I tell you something crazy me? right now? Sure. I believe Charles way more than I believe Daisy right now. And if Charles says it didn't happen, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take his <laughs> word. I think Charles knows if he says any, it's so it's like he, he, he doesn't want to get evicted. That's fair. You know? And I think he does actually like him and Daisy do have like a very good relationship together totally. like, as friends. So I think he's just not going to blow up her friend's spot, but like over two years, like, you're not sleeping in the same... He, one of you isn't always on the couch, you know? Yeah. Like, something is bound to have happened. You're so right. I can't... Oh, I'm such a sucker. <laughs> I can't believe I believe their story. I can't believe them. <laughs> like, they all lie. Now, really? that, now that you say that, it's so obvious that they were full of shit, but I was like, wow, what good friends. <laughs> they just sleep in the same bed they used to fucking all the time. And have never, like, I don't think it's constant. I think there have been slip-ups. Like, I oh, think 100%. it's been, like, on and off. They've, like, you know, they've yeah. done stuff. Because, like, I think Daisy's a very sexual person. And maybe Charles is, too. But I think Charles, he scares me too much. Yeah, yeah. So I can entertain that thought. Because <laughs> he's scary. But other than that... And she, yeah, she does. And then she's just, like, convulsing, like, in a room. And Heather takes it so coolly until she <laughs> outs Daisy to everyone mm-hmm. in that bathroom. She's like, I'm so fucking pissed. That bitch still fucking lives with her ex-boyfriend. I was like, whoa, Heather. Out here doing the Lord's work once again. She, again, she is a brilliant reality star start to finish she knows exactly how to make this show work exactly how it needs to work i maybe this will be an unpopular opinion i personally think heather has more 
pizzazz and drive, like can drive the narrative of an episode forward more than any of the women who are left. I, I mean, on her own. I think I, this is uh, a very good ensemble cast. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I mean, Brett's the one that has the second season of his reality show, and he can't do shit with the guys he's with. Has like, he Heather is putting Brett to shame. <clears throat> Brett is a whole ass rock star and love her to death, but Heather's just some chick from Vegas, and Brett cannot get a peep out of a single one of these men, Until... even when he takes them to a VIP Dave and Buster's. Oh my god, okay. I didn't really know Dave and Buster's was a real thing. Like, I've heard about it in memes or, like, TikTok sounds. They're talking about, like, Dave and Buster's. And I'm like, what the fuck is Dave and Buster's? And as a non-American, when I tell you I saw this place and I said, I need to go to one, this is peak Americana. It's incredible. I was like, "This this is Americana. I love it. I'm obsessed. I don't, I, I would never go more than once. That's No fair. Tino shade, like, it's just not my vibe. Yeah. I would rather go to, like, a gay arcade bar, like the one we went to. Don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> Lights were on, no one was home. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot to say about something. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, he takes them to Dave and Buster's, and... This is really when some of the men open up. Like, Adam, Adam's chatty. He's like, Amber's the fucking coolest chick I know. Yeah. Treat her right. And Brett's like, I will treat it right. And I was like, wow, Adam, like, you just secured Heather's, hang on, Heather's, I keep wanting to be like, and Heather's back in the competition. And to think this woman almost went home on the first night. Amber is, like, literally eating this up. Like, she's iconic. Yeah. I love her. She is the backbone of this season at this point. Yeah, I think so. I think she is. she's fulfilling the Heather role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I that. wouldn't go that far. Well, but... I mean, like, in terms of, like, thinking about who is the backbone of a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Amber, and I, I think Amber has supporting players to fulfill roles Heather naturally did herself. Like, okay, drama, I see that. Like, also, no, Amber's not afraid to be a messy bitch sometimes. That's but she fair. has other people to do that, like Destiny, Christy Joe, um, Megan, <laughs> um, Daisy. Yeah, like there were a lot of other people to fulfill like um, subplots in episodes. Amber's been a good through line, but can't. Heather would have her hands in all those pots. Do you want to know what I loved most about Amber's friend Adam, though? He is the only guy to turn around on Brett. You know, Brett is trying to get all the tea out of these men, get all the juice on the women. And Adam's the one guy who turns around and is like, Brett, how do you reassure the girls that you're real and that you're looking for the same thing they are in this process? And I was like, work, Adam, work. He didn't, Brett gave the most non-answer ever, but I respected the hell out of Adam for turning it around. Because again, like he is just a good guy looking out for his good friends. You know, truly wants the best for Amber. Yeah. And I don't think he gets anything else from the men at Dave and Buster's. Like, I feel like he talks to Charles for a hot second. Yeah. But nothing happens. It was very much like, are you too physical? And Charles was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. He's like, all right, man. Yeah. And then 
we go back to the house and Jessica and Megan are getting in it. Dude. And then Jessica, black, she's has to be put to bed. She, her eyes were like truly the most glazed over things I've ever seen. The line I wrote down is she looks like a corpse. She, uh, she truly looked like a I corpse. I literally thought she died. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> mortis. Rigor she was, mortis. She was fully a pale green color. Her eyes were not present. She had not a single bone in her body. But she was yet, in Utica over here. And she's so, oh my god. But she's so little that the girls are trying to get her into bed and she's somehow resisting them. Yeah. Like she doesn't talk. Like she's like literally fucking dead. And then, like, she's puking, and it's like, okay, now it's clear Jessica can hang. She thought she could, she can't. Yeah. She had a little too much fun. And then (laughs) Brett comes home. And he says one of the grossest lines he's ever said. I don't think I remember what he said. Is it worse than that face? Yeah, he says, I want to touch my girls. Oh, I did. I, do I didn't that. like that because oh. I was like, that's weird and possessive. Oh. I'm not a huge oh. fan of that. Sounds very problematic. And he's like pissy. No one's there to greet him because they're upstairs trying to fucking wrangle the exorcist that is blackout Jessica who refuses to lay down. And then he goes upstairs and Jessica gives him. The sloppiest hooju romantic reality TV has ever seen. Oh, she's like trying that. to kiss all up on him, and he knows that this girl has thrown up at first sight. So he's like, uh, was, like trying to pull his lips away. It was very Brandy Evan Vegas vibe. Oh, fully. I was I was so convinced she was going to tell Brett she loved her. She <laughs> loved him. Too. I was so convinced. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then Heather just kind of like rips into Jessica to the other girls mm-hmm. or in a confessional. Like, I love that they gave Heather a confessional. They did, yeah. right? Or did I, I imagine so. that? Okay, I was like, she had a confessional. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, work, Heather. Heather is like, this fucking dumb bitch, Jessica can't hang. She clearly doesn't understand how to like deal with Brett's lifestyle. And I was like, Heather's right. As always. She's always right. And then like, she and Brett get to have their moment in Brett's bedroom. And this, honest to God, they must have given these people 10 minutes to talk because this was straight up speed round. No, I think we're missing. Oh, no, no, we're not. You're right. This is it. Um, you're right. Never mind. It was not like they sat down and like, I don't know if this is the way that it was edited, but truly how this went. Heather sits down and she goes, Jessica, too young. Megan, reality TV opportunist. Amber, sweet, doesn't fit with your lifestyle. Destiny, groupie. Daisy, Silves or X. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think that it was the way it was edited. Like I think they it had more just... in conversations, but it felt like someone was like, "Okay, for camera, I need you to say X, Y, and Z." Yeah. Like a quick blur about each girl. Oh, it was just like because I'm sure Brad had questions. Yeah. That he would ask, but I think, like, they couldn't show that in, like, the 38 minutes. It was such... 38 minutes? What an episode. Um, and then, like, as they're doing this... (laughs) Megan, girl. (laughs) Megan, 
I think part of it was she was drunk and she's out here. Like if someone could shoot themselves in the foot more than Megan did, I would love to meet them. Because Megan like blows up her entire career on this show in this moment, which is wild. Because he, it seems like he sucks. Like the Fully. man who came, Scott or whatever. Because she asks him, like they're sitting around. I want to say there's a fireplace, like an outdoor fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I was just imagining decor settings, like The Sims? Like I'm like, oh, they oh were out God. by a, a credenza or something. <laughs> um, so Megan is like, why did you even come here? And he's like, to promote my bar. And he's wearing bar merch from his bar in Chicago. And I, I know he sucks. But I was like, yeah, of course. Like, you yeah. have an opportunity to be on TV. Melissa Gorga from The Real Housewives of New Jersey wears her boutique name, Envy, a lot. Good like, for her. in hats. And I'm like, yeah, like, we're getting ready to send Joe Judice off to prison before he gets eventually deported. <laughs> but you better fucking wear that Envy hat, Melissa Gorga. <laughs> you better wear it house down boots. And this... His answer, getting back to Rock of Love, Scott's answer to Megan that he came to promote his bar snatched Megan's wig. She was livid. And, like, I truly thought that Megan was going to have a point here. Like, I thought it was going to be like, yeah, like, you. I told Brett that you're here for an opportunity. And then Megan was going to be like, well, why are you here? You're here for an opportunity. Like, let's go head to head. But instead, he was like, yeah, like, I'm here for an opportunity. And Megan was like, you don't care about me. <laughs> I was like, no, Megan, you had such a good argument to make. I, even then, I don't think she does. Because the difference is, they asked him, hey, do you want to come on for a day to do this? Megan is competing to be someone's girlfriend. <laughs> and she has made it to the top five. And it's like, I understand, like, she should could have fired back, but I think that would have blown up in her face more if she ha- was cognizant enough to do it. Do you, th- uh, this is where I struggle, though, like, are any of the girls left actually here to be Brett's girlfriends? Like, maybe Amber. Amber, and I think Daisy. Mm, okay, I'll take Daisy. I'll I take think, Daisy. D- I think maybe, maybe Daisy may have had a, other ideas but i think she's actually like really kind of like fallen for brett because she's very yeah yeah yeah. um i think jessica who knows the con like social media influencer from these shows didn't exist as it does now on the bachelor where you like don't talk about it like everyone knows but like yeah you don't you don't say the quiet part out loud exactly exactly unless you're brandon brandon Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck both of them. Um, anyways, but yeah, I think Megan, like, she, hers, everyone knows Megan is now there for TV. Yeah. And it's like, that's no longer a valid argument to be mad at a man who wasn't even your boyfriend for coming on this show to promote his box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, and then her response, like, he sucks. Like, I don't want to be, like, apologizing. Like, I think he's a garbage man. Like, he was cheated on his girlfriend with Megan and then led Megan on enough to be this visibly 
emotionally distraught about his answer. He sucks. He sucks. Megan is not without blame. But she literally starts bawling. Yeah. And, and in comes the Amber that you were just talking about. She handles Amber. this moment impeccably. She sees Megan crying. Amber's like, hey, babe, what's going on? And Megan, like, spills the tea. And, like, zero shade, zero malice. Amber was just like, Megan, it sounds like you're not over him. And she was like, ah. And then Amber just goes up to Brett. Zero hesitation. And it's like, hey, Megan's not over her ex. You should send her home. But before Amber does that, Brett's on a different warpath. He needs to sit the fuck down with Charles and Daisy. I can't believe... I cannot believe... We have to circle back to that before Amber nukes Megan's game. He has to go figure out what the fuck is going on with um, Daisy and Charles. Yeah. And this was so anticlimactic. I I think that's why I forgot about it, Ben. Like... This is what the episode is building to. And then Brett sits them down and was like, hey, what's going on? Heard you two share one bedroom apartment. Like, give me the details. And they're like, yeah, we do. Daisy's become quite a good friend of mine. She, I'm one of her biggest cheerleaders and we just share a bed together. And Daisy's like, yeah. And then and Brett's, Brett's like, like okay. all right, cool. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was like, what? the fuck literally just like oh okay that makes sense (laughs) in defense this is why this episode was so crazy is so much shit happened that i think on season one would have got these women insta eliminated yes every single one of them all it all happened together because heather is that good at her job she got Mm -hmm. it out of everyone and impeccable episode for drama and so then after this, Amber just goes up to Brett. Amber looked bomb as fuck for elimination. So, I was like, mm-hmm. you look so hot. And she's like, Megan's a reality TV show opportunist. I just think you should know. And they kiss. And I'm like, well, they actually like get along really well in a yeah. way that like Heather and Brett kind of get along. Uh, they have that very real dynamic where they can yeah. sit down, have a real combo, make out a little bit and go on with their days. It's very cute. That's all, isn't that all we all want? It, we, it is all we want. Um, but now it's my turn to be a makeup apologist. Thank I, you. It's about time. Well, it comes with a caveat. So then <laughs> Brett goes and gets Megan. And he's, like, trying to confront her. And she is, like, I refuse to be confronted right now. So I'm going to try and fuck this man. I was screaming. Incredible. Inc- I, thought, I thought it was going to happen on camera. I don't think so, because I think Brett knew. And Megan, in this moment, her face was deadpan. And it was like a robot had taken control of mm-hmm. Megan's brain. Mm-hmm. And was saying, like, these monotonous lines. Brett, baby, you're so sexy. I just want to make out with you right now activate make out and it was like <laughs> megan was i was like what is happening it was eerie and like she she had the worst defense before that too she goes brett 
you must be confused with someone else. <laughs> the only other blonde one left you already dealt with, and the other one's a catatonic, a up, not even alive upstairs. <laughs> so I don't think he does. I wrote down manipulative stunt queen. I was like, Megan, out here. I thought you were about to be a Megan apologist and you're calling her a robotic manipulative stunt queen. I thought this moment was incredible. I loved it. I was like, <laughs> this is great. And, and like, okay, so you mean that in a loving way. Like, is it a negative work word. way? Yeah, I was like, she's trying to like get herself. She, she literally tried to gaslight Brett by being like, you must have me confused with some other blonde girl. And he's like, what? Believe women. <laughs> you can't believe all of them at the same time in this house. Can't believe all women, even the ones who are actively lying to Brett. I loved it though. I thought Megan. I was like, go out with a bang, sis. Yeah. And, and then it's elimination time. It's elimination time. <laughs> Somehow Jessica comes alive. I was shocked. I was, I was like, Lord, when I saw her. So going into elimination, I truly forgot who went home. Because I was like, okay, well, before we get there, Jessica's blackout drunk on her bed, probably covered in her own vomit. Ugh. Maybe peed the bed. Who's to say? Oh, she so peed the bed. <laughs> Density's groupie with red flags that we've never addressed. Daisy lives with her ex-boyfriend in one bedroom. <laughs> and Megan is only there for TV and Brett doesn't believe her. I was like, the only one, and it was the first pass, was Amber. I was like, that's the only choice that makes sense. Is this, like, the third or fourth week in a row? Yeah, Amber has been killing it. She's never been below, like, top three since yeah. she was almost eliminated. But then after that pass, I was like... Anyone's game. It's anyone's game. So it was a true... Get like, when it was Destiny, I was like, you know what? Makes sense. We dealt with the drama early. Yeah. Brett didn't really seem to care. So... Third pass, I was floored by. Fuck it. It was Daisy. It was Daisy? Yeah. Make it make sense. I thought it would have been Jessica, personally. Same. Same. Which also shocked me. That I thought it would be the girl who almost didn't make it. But that's how bad Daisy shit was. Like, every single girl except for Amber should have gotten eliminated. And you just have to rank their drama this episode. And to me, blacking out a little bit absolutely is better than living with your ex two years after you've broken up in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. It but is. Brett disagrees, so my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, Kyle? Trust men. Trust men. <laughs> that should be title of app. Believe women and trust men. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Very toxic. So our bottom two is former best friends. Oh, that's right. Megan and Jessica. And I'm like honestly shocked Jessica's still standing. <laughs> I was like, how her. long did they film? At what hour did you put her to bed? How I did know. she change? Did Heather dress her? This honest, like, honest to God, they might have been filming at that point. No, when you day drink too hard and you wake up at like 2am gasping for breath and like fighting for your life and you just can't go back to sleep. This might have been when they filmed. No. You don't have that experience? No, usually if I day drink and then like I'm in bed by 9, asleep at 10. I wake up at 8 a.m. fresh as a day. Are you kidding me? No, oh my God. I love if, day drinking because I if, have such oh, good sleeps. If I day drink too hard, I am 
fighting for my life in the middle of the night. Oh, I feel like this is probably what happened to Jessica. Yeah, <laughs> you and Jessica that's lead parallel lives. I she probably, gets the pass. She gets the pass, and Megan goes home. And I think that, like, I think Megan knew she was going home. Yeah, based off of last, like, I think we all really knew Megan was going home going into this episode. Yeah, unless she pulled a hail mary. In the span of 18 hours between the two yeah. eliminations. But she only makes it worse for herself. And, but the fact that she still went home over some other people's shit, I found like kind of shocking. I was like, oh boy. Not as shocking as Brett asking for a goodbye kiss. Oh my God. We didn't even talk about Megan's elimination. This, I think this is where I got the robot. Cause it looks like the robot had short circuited. Like, yeah. she literally just stood there. In shock. I, I, I just, like, she strikes me as the kind of girl who's just not used to getting rejected, you know? Like, she seems like that. Like, uh, Demi on Bachelor in Paradise, like, this doesn't happen to me. I'm not the one who gets rejected. I do not know what's happening right now, and I have zero idea how to process it. Yes and no, because Demi let us in on that inner monologue because she kept talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, also, like, maybe culturally, I think Demi has done therapy. That's a assumption. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, she speaks that, like, millennial language of, yeah. like, open. Yeah, and yeah. so when something is going on and you're like, I'm struggling right now because it's, like, you're yeah, verbally yeah, going yeah. through it. Whereas, like, Megan doesn't. So we don't really know. I think like with Demi, Demi will tell you I'm not used to being rejected. So this is strange for me and my ego hurts. That's and I'm feeling fair. vulnerable. Yeah. And then Megan, and is Megan just, just shuts like, down. And that silence is me doing like a statue. Listeners. Like, it was so awkward. I felt yeah. actually kind of bad for her. I did too. This felt like it was kind of painful. And the girls are going to Vegas next week, so... Okay. With Heather. With Heather. Heather is going to Vegas with <laughs> Blew these girls. my mind. I was yeah. like, oh my Obsessed. god, we get Heather again? Obsessed. I love it. The Vegas episodes, it's... Heather's stomping ground. Give this woman her own raw bar again. Let her throw back those oysters and the shrimps. Pack them up on her flight home. <laughs> well, fucking, um, two, well, it's probably Jessica who will be the brandy of the episode. Oh my god, I can't everywhere. wait for this episode. And then there's no one as crazy as Lacey. Maybe Destiny. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But it's going to be crazy. And like, good job, Heather, getting a free trip to Vegas. Honestly. I'm obsessed with that. I was like, oh, fun Vegas. And then he's like, Heather's coming. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I was so excited. Unreal. I was That's pumped. a gag. I usually, honestly, God, I can't believe I'm going to, like, usually after the elimination, I just X out before it's fully over. And for some reason this week, I was like, let me watch the whole thing. And thank God. Because that's where the best part was hidden. Yeah. Well, another little nugget for next week is more Heather. Yeah. But that's our but that's episode. That's next week. That's, yeah. that's a week, Ben. Where can they find us, Kyle? Twitter, Instagram, VH underscore Hunties, and Gmail, VH.Hunties at gmail.com. I forgot our Gmail address for a second. Shame on me. Shame, shame. on me. Um, shame on me. I don't know the beat <laughs> that dropped to rain on me. <laughs> But yeah, so we'll see you next week. I'm going to go get my nachos. Bye, everyone. Go get your nachos. Bye.